Hi guys, thanks for tuning this episode of the Nick Egan Times. On this episode, we have an awesome guest. We have Brian Gross, president of BSGPR. Brian has been in the service of media and public relations for over 28 years. Brian has been employed by companies such as Deaf American Recordings, Warner Brothers Records, Reprise Records, Electra Entertainment Group, Vivid Entertainment Group, and such organizations as Lozapalooza Tour. Brian was an executive producer for Reality X, the search for His background includes all facets of public and media relations, working with some of the largest businesses, celebrities, and music acts in the world. Welcome, Brian, and thanks for coming on my podcast. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Um, how's it all been going over there? Uh, it's open. Uh, it feels like the pandemic's over here. It feels <laughs> like... Uh, you don't want to say back to normal. I think that's a weird way to put it since we've, you and I and people we know have survived a pandemic. But things are getting to a place where people are going out, restaurants are open, concerts are coming back, events, meetings, lunches, dinner, you know, everything. So, uh, it, and there's a lot of traffic. So it's, uh, it's been good. Uh, clients are busy. You know, a lot of them make their money online and, and they're actually still seeing a growth. Uh, even though they saw a massive bump during the pandemic, uh, they're seeing even more of that. So it's pretty fascinating in that Amazing. Yeah, over here, we're still in lockdown. We're going back into lockdown because um, a lot of our population has been vaccinated. So, yeah, we're back to square one currently. Yeah, it's good to see that a lot of people here in Southern California are vaccinated. Uh, they went and got the shots or were shot. Um, and so they're out, out there living their lives so it's been uh, it's been positive in that regard but certainly you know travel is still uh still challenging and there's still aspects that are that are quite challenging for sure wonderful um how on a personal and professional note to yourself how's the pandemic affected you has it had any effect on you it wound up being a positive uh there's no other way to put it because i work with so many companies and people who make their money and run their businesses online. So when the pandemic hit at first, it was scary for like a month or four to six weeks. And then all of a sudden it just took off because people were now sitting on money, spending it online. Um, and, and, you know, companies and people I were working with, uh, in that regard, uh, were in need, uh, in need of my services, in need of, getting their name out, getting notifications out, you know, work on social media stuff. So it's, you know, you don't want to say something like a pandemic created a positive, but the aspect of something as dire as a pandemic created sort of a cultural shift, a business shift, and you saw companies uh, changing their ways or adjusting uh, appropriately. You know, certainly some things have suffered greatly, but there have been many things that have prospered during, you know, the almost 16 months. Yeah, that's really insightful. Thanks for sharing. All right, um, yeah, let's just jump straight into it for the listeners. Um, tell me about your family and your life growing up. You know, I grew up in, uh, I'm, I'm born and raised here in Southern California, born in Hollywood. Uh, the funny part is the, the, uh, the hospital I was born in is now a church of Scientology. Wow. So they <laughs> Grew up in the suburbs of Southern California, a little west of uh, the San Fernando Valley. And, you know, I was just a kid who loved sports and music and, you know, played sports and, and just, you know, ran around the cul-de-sac kid in the 80s. 
you know, going to school in the early 90s, uh, discovering, you know, the cultural shift in music, remembering when I saw the first, when I saw Smells Like Teen Spirit on TV. Um, and then for me, just jumping into the record industry when I was in high school, knowing that I wanted to work in, in the record industry and just figuring out how to become an intern and, and get into it uh, as fast as possible. So that happened. And, um, I, it just took off from there, but you know, I, I, I had the most normal childhood and the most normal teenage years, uh, you know, certainly I think documented in a few movies over the years of children of the eighties and, and young adults of the early nineties. Yeah, that's sensational. Um, what, what was it like working in the industry? So, like, obviously, PR and um, the media, what was that like back then? And obviously, how it's transpired into the future now, where we are. Well, it was fun. I mean, I got to meet all these bands and go to all these concerts starting in 93. And then while working my way up in the industry, just learning the trade, you know, making relationships, having people help me, you know, learning on the run. but you were around these amazing bands. There was no social media. No one's holding up phones at concerts. Uh, you, you know, spending time versus staring at your phone. So it was a completely different life, you know, in the 90s. And, you know, the relationships and friendships that I made have stood the test of time and are still going. You know, I've certainly lost friends and, and like, you know, and whatnot in that regard to cancer and, you know, certain tragedies. but the relationships built out of that era and out of that time have certainly been incredible to, you know, keep and help and people that I enjoy spending time with. But the music industry then put out a lot of music, was making a lot of money, and this was just before Napster. And then Napster started, and certainly the music industry changed, and now, you know, you know, I'll work music projects now and then, but it's so different. You know, it's so fast. Your discovery of music is so challenging. Um, it's not as linear as it once was. So, you know, you might have, you might be a Spotify person, you might be an Apple Music person, and, and that's sort of how you discover music. Certainly everything on the internet. Um, you follow bands, you find out about other bands. But it was a lot more, it was simpler. It was more linear. But there were things that didn't exist. And I'm a big fan of social media. But I sure as hell am glad I didn't have it in my teenage and in the 90s where I could, you know, not not sit glued to my phone. Marvelous. Um, who's, who's some of your favorite bands and who has been your favorite people that you've worked with over the years? I mean, favorite bands include like Metallica, Smiths, Radiohead. I, I love big music, but I got to work with Metallica. I got to work with Pantera. I got to work with Molly Crew. Um, you know, I even got to, I worked with on the rap side, like Missy Elliott and Busta Rhymes. So I, I was working a wide variety, a wide swath of music. So it just, it just increased my love for all styles and all, all cultures and, and whomever was making music, if they were doing it at their highest, I usually fell in love with what they were doing. Um, but there's been a, you know, I worked with Third Eye Blind from the very beginning. Um, so it, there, Love that song, Sammy Charm's Life. <laughs> yeah, big song, yeah. and it's still loved. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it's a wide variety of artists that I was able to work with and, and fall in love with. 
Incredible. Um, did you do a lot of traveling internationally? Yeah, I mean, over the years, absolutely. Um, but I've done some crazy travel. I mean, I've gone, I've gone to Spain, I've, I've gone to Israel, I've gone to Tokyo, but I've actually gone to Cuba a few times, and I actually, in 2016, ran a, uh, a half marathon through Pyongyang, North Korea, wow. which I got into China through a company that would, you know, put together these tours of DPRK, and was I went with a client, it was an unbelievable trip, and it was an incredible experience, and as far as I can tell, one of the last hundred ex maybe hundreds of Americans who had been there before uh, changes in 2000 and yeah, later in 2017. What was it like there? What was it like there? It was great. I mean, it, it, the city was beautiful, very clean. We went out to the country and toured and, and we just spent time. I, I, we went to a, 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 like a raging waters and indoor water slide park. Um, we went and, our karaoke, we went to restaurants, went to bookstores, um, we saw all the propaganda, we saw, you know, all the main areas that you see in those propaganda videos where you see hundreds of thousands of people. Um, it was a trip. It was a, it was very fascinating. Excellent. What, um, with your career, are the learnings and probably some of the best advice you got to obviously help you go through and get to where you're going right now, where you are right now? You know, one of my mentors took me in when I accepted a position that I was going to be learning, you know, uh, as I was going. Um, you know, she just told me she was the kind of person that would treat, you know, the publisher of a magazine and a kid like me at the time the same. And it was just all about being fair to everyone, treating everyone properly, giving everyone respect. Um, so important. Um, but also, you know, you just, you got to be humble. You're around people that are from all walks of life, all popularities, and treating them the right way. Um, you're always got to be one step ahead. You know, you got to think ahead. There's things that are going to be thrown at you that you'll never experience in public and media relations and in entertainment. You don't get starstruck. You know, you can enjoy, but when it's a business and you're around it, you, you, you do want to handle with care. I've met some incredible people, some incredibly famous people, and I've been lucky and blessed to do not only me, but to work with people in that regard. So you treat them like people, though. They're still human. So it's been very much learning that and then passing that on to people. And, you know, when people get into public and media relations, helping them out, giving them a, you know, giving them an ear, you know, giving them guidance. I think it's really important. Do you have any insights of anything you can share that's happened? Like, um, yeah. Um, yeah, any stories? Uh, any stories? You know, I did the math the other day, and in 21 years on my own, I've had over like 330 clients. And, um, you know, there's the business aspect of making sure the check clears. <laughs> there's the aspect of having a good accountant and a good attorney. Um, and then there's the aspect of, you know, working with an actress like Sasha Gray and 2009, 2010, when she was starring in a Steven Soderbergh film that, you know, we ran around the country and did all sorts of media and you just, you, you were always on your toes and you didn't sleep and you just made sure that she was taken care of and felt good. And she did all these incredible interviews and all these stories came out about a pretty incredible movie that she starred in under, you know, 
Soderbergh's tutelage. So, I mean, you know, that's just one anecdote of being in the thralls of something. And then when you're in, you know, having a moment like this to kind of look back and go, oh, yeah, you know, that's what I helped accomplish. That's what I was a part of. And, you know, when you're in it, you got to find a moment to breathe. A friend of mine just produced an incredible documentary that's, I think, going to be pretty successful that's getting incredible reviews. And I just told him to enjoy it. You know, enjoy the moment because it's fleeting. It doesn't last forever. You're not going to always, excuse me, have whatever it is you're going through. So when you are, you've got to enjoy it. Don't abuse it, but enjoy what you're Enjoy the experience. Yeah, for sure. Couldn't agree more. Um, tell me about Reality X, the search for item and Eve. Talk to me about that. So we uh, produced uh, when Adam and Eve uh, uh, was a client of mine, and they were the largest, you know, online and catalog seller of adult products. Uh, we decided to put together sort of a reality show, which kind of was ahead of its time. For pay per view, we took the sexiest couples. We found them all over the country, and then we picked the best ones, and we went to Jamaica and shot a, a reality show down in Jamaica. It was it was an epic experience. I definitely learned a lot. Reality TV is a lot of work. It's certainly not easy. So um, it came out on in demand and on DVD. This was about you know 14 years ago now. But it, sometimes you work a project that you know is going to be a hit, and it did well, but then you realize, I think I did something way ahead of its time. And I've certainly had clients and projects like that where you produce something and it does well, but, you know, people are going to talk about it down the road. They're going to be like, oh, I saw, you know, I saw that DVD or came across somehow. That was one of those experiences. Impressive. Um, tell me about your current business. So how did you get the idea or was it a natural progression from obviously your career into that? How did that all transpire? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was working at a company and my time ended there. And it was, you know, I had gotten, I received a couple phone calls to, you know, be a personal publicist to a couple actresses and a couple production companies. And before I knew it, I just started my company. I really didn't think twice about it. It was one of those things where I did the numbers and I looked at how much time was going in. And I thought, you know what, maybe I should go on my own and, and do this. And before I knew it, I did, and before you know it, it's 21 years later. It like goes really fast. So, being independent, working for yourself, daily hustle—it's not nine to five. You're sending out press releases all times of the day. You have clients all over the world, so you're dealing with time zones. Um, you know the challenges are endless, but they're exciting because at the end of the day, it's for you. It's your company. Uh, you work for yourself. You obviously work for your clients. But, you know, it's they're, they're, it's it's on you. So the pressure's there. But, again, you're not reporting to someone. You're not doing business for someone. You're doing it for yourself. And that's really Yeah, and I bet it's rewarding, too. Um, Absolutely. What inspires you daily? You know, I think you wake up and whatever's going on in the world, and through this pandemic, I mean, it's surreal, but what experience culturally obviously health-wise, but, and then just what people have gone through in personal and professional lives. The inspiration is working for the people that mentored me, that I want to live up to standards that they would have expectations. So, 
you know, when I, when I start pounding the pavement every morning, it's, am I doing the best job I can for the clientele and then hopefully leading the more clientele. So, um, the inspiration is, is within for me. It's just that constant drive to, you know, see what I can accomplish, what kind of change I can make, what I can do for my clients, how I can make, you know, help them with their goals. Those are, those are my moments. Fabulous. Um, well, talk to me about your personal life from a, from a different perspective, I guess. What are your passions and hobbies that you like to do outside of, obviously, your career? Yeah, well, I still play sports. I'm still really active. I grew up playing baseball, basketball, football, soccer, and uh, still do when I can, whether it's pickup or in leagues over the years. So that's always kept me busy. Certainly travel has always kept me busy, and even when it's business travel. Uh, there's a personal aspect to it. So I appreciate and enjoy that. Um, And, and, you know, going to concerts, going to events, obviously that's shut down for a minute, but now we're back. So I just like to go out. I like to go, you know, see the artists I like to see, go see, you know, events, go, go to museums, just, just be out there. When you live in Southern California, you get in your car and you drive an hour and you're someplace completely different. So you have the opportunity to have experiences wherever you go. So I just try and get out as much as I can. Terrific. Yeah, I'm very similar to you. I love to be out and enjoying life. So I can completely yeah. relate to you on that. Absolutely. Um, if you were eating again and you could go back in time and you could change anything, what would you change? change anything, what would you change? You know, I don't think I'd change much because I've certainly thought about that in my life. And, um there's probably an aspect where I wish there were some people who are no longer with, you know, who have passed that I wish I spent more time with. Uh, I think sometimes you take that for granted. You think people are going to be around forever and they're not. Um, the thing was, is when I left for college, there was a massive party at the record label I left. And every, every major musician, celebrity was there and it was like the biggest event. And I, you know, I had to go to college. So I missed it. And I always said, I'll never, you know, it's okay to miss a party. So I, I've gotten over that. Like, the, you hear all this is fun, that. But when it comes to people, that's something where it's like, you know, I, I, I wish I had spent time with certain people more because uh, they're no longer here. And whatever time I spent with them was, was, was fun. You know, there's a lot of people I spent time with that. We just had a great time. Spot on. I can totally relate to you on that. What does um What does the future look like for you now? What does the future look like? You know, for me, it's just the continuation of working with my clients, picking up clients. You know, I just it's just a constant. And there's so many challenges every day that those drive me. So it's not like I have these goals of 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 larger ambitions of what I want to do. It's I just want to do large and large things for my clients. I want to make big things happen, help them succeed. So those are my focuses, and, and I enjoy it. And there's some days are better than others, and some days you accomplish things that blow your mind, and you get opportunities that are incredible. So every day brings that. So, um, you know, uh, getting here and, and being at this far and working as hard as I did to, to get to this place, I'm, I'm very happy. And uh, But I still am always a little bit uncomfortable. Which keeps your right. Um, have you been in Australia before? 
No, I haven't. And unfortunately, there were times. I know Sasha actually went. Uh, I have a poster of her on the wall here, my office. Uh, it just never worked out. And my best friend in high school did his Mormon. That's where I live. That's literally where I am. Oh. Yeah. That's uh, it. So there you go. So he, so he lived there for two years. He did a documentary about Manly. Uh, he's always told me I need to come back. He, he lives here now. Well, he lives, yeah, he was, he was, he was there for his mission, then on and off. And I always meant to go and it just never worked out. So I, I'm really hoping in the next couple of years, uh, and certainly when this calms down as far as the pandemic goes, uh, to, to be out there. So yeah, for sure. We'll link up when you come down here. You're always welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Ryan, thanks for coming on the podcast. I do appreciate it. Um, very insightful. You've obviously done a lot with your illustrious career and obviously where you're at now. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate being on. Hopefully uh, hopefully it sounds good. And, uh, yeah, you know, um, happy to answer anyone's questions. But, you know, I love talking about the business I'm in, whether it's public relations or entertainment as a whole. So, you know, I appreciate you taking the time. and. Uh, Listen to me. Sure. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. All right. Take care.